now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 317 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey Jeremy. As always, is Carlos. I'm here. And Gordon. How's it going? And Justin. Well, howdy. All right. That's everybody that is here. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, uh, Andy Thompson and Devin Stinson. Um, if you'd like to be as awesome as them. And Carlos, you were telling me something about how awesome they were the other day. Do you remember what that was? No, I actually I lost all my memory after I told you that. I was hoping that like I just it all disappeared. That's right. Apparently, if you try to think about what were we talking about? I, I think we're talking about how great our Patreon. Uh, oh yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I can't so, remember the specifics. <laughs> if you, if you, I know it's good. If right? you, if you it focus is, it, too it hard, though, right? If you focus too hard on the names of our black belt patrons, which for some reason I can't remember right now, um, you actually lose all memory of them. So they can pass completely without a trace. Wait, who are we talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> By the way, though, they should become people should become our patron members. <laughs> exactly. They should. Yeah. yeah. So they should head over to blindindustudios.com uh, and click on the Patreon link above our homepage or head over to patreon.com slash blindindustudios and become a patron today. Uh, and if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindindustudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage, your Amazon shopping as normal, uh, and we get a kickback from Amazon. It really helps us out. Carlos, what have you been up to, man? Oh, man, not a whole lot. Uh, actually, yeah, this last week, we did record last week, right? Sometimes we these did. weeks are kind of blend together. Yeah, no, this week, uh, yeah, well, I have I have a few memories from Sunday, but not many. <laughs> yeah, you you did, a, yeah, you had a, like a kind of a heavy drinking show, but we, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But basically, yeah, I haven't, I didn't do a whole lot. I didn't take part in that uh, the the other show that was after Do last week. But, you chose. Uh, I'm kind of glad though because I had to get stuff done on Monday. So yeah, Monday yeah, that was, but basically that it's messy. just been just been another just been another week. <laughs> I took I took Monday TV off and then watching YouTube when I could. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, Carlos. Was, what was that? that? Was we we, we kind of talked over you there. What? Yeah, no. I I just basically it's been another week of like a uh, long work hours and then uh, I don't know. I've, I had uh, played a little of the Pirates uh, of uh, Sea of Thieves, and uh, had some uh, had a delicious mojito in the yard Friday. Yeah, that was Friday. Yeah, yeah, because that's when I took the mojito class. Yeah. Other than that, not a whole lot. All right, Gordon, what have you been up to, man? Uh, kind of the usual. Uh, like you, I didn't get the day off Monday, but I really wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> You're driving Sorry. around uh, in a, a fucking uh, commerce van that with shitload of paint in the back, bumping around and making all sorts of weird banging noises in a van that's already not quiet. It is not for a fun day. Yeah. I have a suggestion for the for if that show ever happens again. <laughs> Two cocktails. <laughs> Two. Seem, no, no, two seems uh, like the right number. We're going to five next time. We're going to put that one. No, I will not no do it. No one said you had to finish it. <laughs> yeah, huh? That's why. That's why the I laws didn't say because I knew I would be finishing those. Yeah, the laws say you have to finish them. Control of your camera, Casey. So when you're on the floor, this drooling that we can just pan down to make sure there's. <laughs> <laughs> Is he good? Yeah, I see bubbles. Keep going. <laughs> 
Other than that, I picked up on a new book series this week uh, after hearing uh, the author Jack Carr on like three, four different podcasts. I finally broke down and got the first book. The Savage Sun? Anybody's check that out. Savage Sun is the newest one. It's the third in the series. But it's yeah, I think you good. sent me that. I I'm already in the second book in the first week, and I'm usually a really, really slow reader. I've just been chewing through this. Is oh, it do they use the small the words? It can be in the desert. Huh? And like, is it about him riding through a desert with a horse, and the horse had no name? No, that's that's uh, Hildago. I don't know anything about Hildago. Yeah, no, he's making a song reference, but Gordon okay. missed it. <laughs> oh, now I get it now. Ah. Yeah, now that we explained it. <laughs> something Of course, with no name is a song from the uh, the American band called America. Where are they from? About a horse with no name, and they're in a desert. Oh. Because they kind of get out of the rain. Well, already. Nonetheless, not being a big fiction fan, these are really good books, so if you get a chance, check them out. All right. Um, and what? just, oh, just to reiterate that. it's going to be that. a Amazon Prime uh, uh, series, I think, next year. What? Uh, just just reiterate the series again. What was that? It's uh, it's a well, the main character is Jack Reese. It's uh, three part three books right now. Fourth is in the works, but the first one is called The Terminal List. True Believers, number two, and the most recent one come out is Savage Sun. Oh, cool. Amazon series starring Chris Pratt. What is it about? Oh. Uh, it's a revenge. Um, former Navy SEAL family troops are killed, and it's about him kind of becoming the terrorist that he trained and went after for his entire military So it's career. the Punisher. Better. <laughs> 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 No, no, it's good. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not a big fiction person. I normally it's historical biographies and stuff like that, but I like this one. But you're a fan of the Punisher. Got it. Yeah, the the Netflix series with John. What's his name? Yeah, John. What's his name was a great actor. He was fantastic. I loved him in uh, in that movie. What you call it? Yeah, yeah. Or that or the zombie show. You know the zombie show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think it's just Walking zombies down. in Atlanta, right? Is that yeah? You know, are zombies there in here? Do you, are these the, the, like the real zombies of Atlanta? I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you call it Hotlanta, though. Okay, the real zombies of Hotlanta. It's Perfect. just them being like holding bottles of Chardonnay, going. <laughs> So it's really just like the Real Housewives. Yeah, that sounds like a better. <laughs> All right, uh, Justin, what have you been up to in the last week, man? Um, not a lot. I uh, went out for my first inaugural, you know, like mountain bike trail ride, and that was oh, dope. um, exhausting. Yeah. Uh, the first ride always is. Yeah, definitely, definitely was not ready for that. Uh, but it was good though. It's uh, it was, felt good to get out, move around. Definitely need to re-up my uh, dexterity and ability on it because that got a little dicey at a couple points. Um, otherwise, just uh, playing a lot of video games lately. That's kind of all, all I've been doing. But what are you, what are you, you playing? Know, um, I'm bouncing back and forth between uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and the new, well, not new, I guess, the remastered uh, Modern Warfare from Call of Duty. Odyssey is so good. It uh, it is. I keep getting sucked into playing like online with friends in Call of Duty, and then I okay. like eventually I'm like, oh god, I probably should continue on this game somewhat. Are you uh, are you playing uh, Alexis or Alexios or uh, Cassandra? I'm as Alexios on this okay. one. Okay. 
once I get through it, I'm assuming I'll probably go back through and, you know, play through as her. I'll do something a little bit different. Yep. Yeah, I think they made Cassandra like the, the canon one, uh, the canon playthrough. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I know it's like, without spoiling it, obviously they each have their own role, and I think it just kind of flips depending on who you play as. Yep. But the main body of the game, it doesn't matter when you play through the DLC, the first blade, then it makes a hell of a lot more sense. If you're Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Those will be what I go through once I finish up the campaign, I think. Just Got it. For somebody to start cutting onions in your apartment when you finish up that DLC. That's that's okay. I'm just waiting for a... There's a medium amount know, of onions. The, the goddamn open world to just slow down a little bit because <laughs> it was like, God, this is pretty, you know, driven. And all of a sudden it got to that kind of like grind away at side quests to accomplish anything that was the problem with origins well, i yeah. mean that's ubisoft they though. they did a lot better with this like i feel like the uh the side quests are a lot more varied in oh yeah it's not the same thing over and odyssey over. yeah and they're still it's gotten better i'd say in oh, the first God, yeah. three assassins creed it was the same thing over and over track a guy kill him track a guy kill him track did you guys a guy, uh did you guys see the the, the ragnarok uh, announcement this week yeah. oh my god like that seems right I up hate. your guys's alley <laughs> very, very. Why do you say that? I don't, I don't get it. Where's, where's my axe? <laughs> I, I don't know, I Calm down, I Gimli. The, uh, I didn't watch the trailer for that. I did watch the 20 minute trailer for Ghost of Tsushima, the uh, new like samurai game coming out. Oh, and I mean, I thought that was just about a fish. That's how I say, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah. So, so you play Shima, as a fa- yeah you you play as a phantom tuna. <laughs> Don't tell her. It's the R version of Happy Feet. All right. uh, what else have you been oh, up to, Justin? Anything uh, anything else going on? Um, not really. I mean, we had a lot of fun last week for people who maybe didn't get a chance to catch it. Um, on the Rules of Arena little fireside cocktail thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, a blast. You know, Made, uh, made a lot of tasty drinks and was pleasantly surprised that you can, in fact, make an egg white whiskey sour with Tang. You and can. And it was good. And it was very good. Uh, very dangerous, though, because... Oops. Oof, it just tastes like Tang. And then, <laughs> and then it's drunk. gone. Yeah, I think the mistake we made the whole time was drinking during it beyond just the drinks and then afterwards as well, because that next morning was... Uh, um, rough, I oof. believe, is the right word. <laughs> Yeah, I'm wondering if Gordon was even legal to drive. Probably not. Thankfully, <laughs> well, I, I didn't have to be in the delivery van until 10 o'clock, but I had to report in for my 7 a.m. conference call. Uh, dude, was the only word that you said was, Ugh. <laughs> Nope, didn't have to say anything. I, I make sure that I'm like a minute late so somebody else gets to do the sound check. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Um, let's see. This week, this week, I feel like a lot of shit happened. Um... Monday, Tuesday, nothing. Uh, Wednesday, Wisconsin decided to shit the bed. Um, Thursday, I had. Uh, oh, I, yeah. So Thursday, I did a I did a bunch of Air, uh, Airbnb online experiences this week. Those were a blast. So Thursday was uh, spiced wine with an archaeologist in Naples, uh, Italy. Hmm. Um, you were, yeah, I remember you were talking about these. I didn't know you'd started them all. Yep. Yeah. And so that one was really cool. cool. We made uh, four different uh, spiced wines uh, from, uh, it was three from the, like, the Roman era and then, like, near Pompeii uh, where they where they found the recipes and then one from the Middle Ages. 
and they were all quite delicious. Um, so that one was a lot of fun. Then Friday, uh, I did a mojito uh, like cocktail class with a um, with a Miami bartender, um, and so that one was a lot of fun. I uh, got a little little drunk during that one, not gonna lie, uh, but it was delicious and like it was high energy and a lot of fun. Uh, and then Saturday, I did a tapas class with a with a little abuela in Spain. So that was fun. Uh, we oh, made. Oh, uh, That's wonderful. Yeah, did uh, a did a four did did four different tapas. So tapas is basically small plates. So we made uh, like a Spanish uh, a Spanish tortilla, which is you know just like a giant like egg and potato omelet. Um, and then uh, made like a little like prawn um, prawns fried in chili oil, which was really good. And then like a like a cold tomato soup that's like a cousin of gazpacho. Uh, and then uh, croquettes. So are you cooking along with them, kind of the way like we did the cocktail thing, or was yeah. it like you'd, huh? Yeah. yeah. So they sent they sent me. Uh, so for all of these, um, kind of like with the with the cocktail thing that we did, uh, they sent a a list of ingredients and prep work that you can do beforehand to make it you know a little bit smoother. Um, and each one was about an hour. Uh, the toppest one was about two hours. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, they, it was really well run. Uh, like the setup was really cool. It was almost exactly like what we did on the, uh, on the show last week, except a lot less, um, bantering back and forth. Oh, weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to say it's, it's like they're professionals. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, no. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then Friday, um, because Wisconsin, uh, decided to just open everything up again, uh, we ended up going to Pitchfork and hanging out on their patio for a while, um, and they're serving pints in, uh, plastic cups. So we were able to get, uh, get some pints and actually drink beer somewhere, which was kind of, which was kind of nice and refreshing. So they had a lot of tables out there spread out. Yeah, yeah, um, they're all about, you know, like, eight, eight, ten feet apart. Um, and so man, their uh, chicken sandwich was fucking great. Yes, yeah, they have. Uh, I've been up to the new spot. Up to bounce out there. Yeah, it's uh, the new spot is fantastic, and like it, it was built for uh, the pandemic. It like unintentionally because they have this this uh, this window on the side. Uh, it's like a serving window they were gonna uh, use for the patio service, but they've been using it just. Uh, it opens right up into the kitchen, and so that, they've just been serving pizza and beer out of that during this entire <laughs> pandemic. It's a little happy little accident that they that they had there. Um, and then yesterday I went over to my buddy Steve's to drink beer and hang out. Um, yeah, it was just a good, good, good time. Good time. I've been playing that pirate game with Carlos, the uh, the Sea of Thieves, and I think that's about it. It was a very busy week. So yeah, you did a lot more than I did. <laughs> I, I set some stuff on fire and I, I went for a bike ride, wheezed at all the people riding with me. <laughs> just sending send your, your corona particles out into the world. I'm sucking them in more the way it was going. <laughs> <laughs> like an air intake, Jesus. Right. Um, no, I just stop and fix my chain and this guy comes by and goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just really out of shape. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Minnesota opens up partially next week wisconsin opened up all 100 percent this week like so what do you guys think are we are do you think things are start are going to start 
uh, rotating back into a normalcy, or do you think we're going to have, like, a second wave of shit? I think it'll be a second wave of shit in the fall. But until then... Uh, I think we're going to get, you know, F and the B in, like, the next probably six to eight weeks. Oh, fun. Um, it's uh, the way it's looking, especially with, like, the asymptomatic of it. And granted, I am not any viral expert. I just... Oh, yeah, disclaimer. Look at, yeah, no, definitely, definitely do not take anything we say here as medical advice. Um, based on how it's moved um, and the way that, one, Minnesotans are flooding Wisconsin bars. Everyone that I've talked to that's working over there is, it's like half the people that were there were from Minnesota. And it's just packed shoulder to shoulder. They're acting like it went away. Yep. And the whole thing is like, you know, hey, let's be flat in the curb, which doesn't mean that uh, it's over. It just means they have room in the ICU for you now. And even that's still stretched. Yeah. Uh, no, but there's room, so we can get it now, right? I was yeah. talking to one of our one of my favorite watering holes up here, and in the in print of that, you're supposed to have two bar stools in between each person in like half capacity. Blah blah. But it doesn't seem. But like there, what, there's there's no enforceable legislature behind it, so yeah. it's it's up to every establishment to define their own rules, essentially. Well, so many places are taking it. Slowly, yeah. Like, yep. They overturned it, and don't get me started on on the fact that the people said, "No, it's fine to go outside." Met over Zoom. Let's not talk about that. Um, but every place that is packed, they're not going to separate people because they just had six to eight weeks, if not longer, for them of z- almost zero income. Exactly. So they're just going to be like, "Yeah, no, you want to drink? Come on in." You know, yeah, no, it's it's more it, you drink, you, the more I can uh, afford for my medical bills. Like you can't, you can't put the onus on somebody who is trying to scrape by, because <laughs> like no matter like no matter how altruistic a person is, at the end of the day, they're gonna do what's gonna provide the best for them and their and theirs. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, you can't fault anybody for that. No. I mean, obviously, we're trying to be as considerate for those around us as possible, and I say that. As uh, sorry, bunch of pigeons just like flew at my window and cat made a bunch of noise. Um, just ah, um, where's I going? Like being in the industry when we were starting to shut things down before the initial like Minnesota shutdown, seeing how we were splitting things up, it was like you're gonna have double the staff to cover a spread out restaurant at half the capacity. I mean, how do you put people at a bar top? Yeah, you know things like that, and that's a big thing right now. Is trying to figure out how to continue to provide these safety measures while also not making it completely unappealing for people to come in. You know, what's, what says, Hey, welcome to my bar more than a sneeze guard between you and your bartender. I mean, at least I can sit at the bar and get a drink and not worry about <laughs> getting sneezed on by my bartender. That's fair. That, that was kind of my MO. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, some people tipped extra for it. Like, what are you going to do? Mm, I miss Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see what happens, though. Um, I am glad, though, at least in Minnesota, that they've got measures in place. To, uh, you know, hey, they can't for they can't kill your unemployment if you go back in and they've completely just like opened back up and pretty much put no safety measures in place. They can't fire you for that, and if they do, you won't lose your unemployment. Yeah, we do not have that. No, you, they met they met over over Zoom and just when he doesn't know what he's talking about, be free. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a butterfly. 
All right. I'm pretty sure I saw Dr. Evil in one of the little Zoom thumbnails. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, man, even he's not that evil. Mm, um, all right. Uh, so this brings us to my new favorite segment. What are you guys quarantine drinking? Carlos, what has your, been your quarantine drink of the week? Well, I have to say it was uh, just a mojito again this week. The one I had uh, a couple days ago that you made was really good. I was going to make a mojito for this show, but it's like, well, time's getting a little close here. I have five minutes. I better just run downstairs, grab a beer. Also, we're out of mint. Oh, no. Uh, that actually. He'd send you guys a video. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't start making one and then uh, find out that I didn't have mint because I. It still would have been good. Uh, yeah, I, I would yeah, it, it, it would have been a, it would have been a daiquiri then. Yeah, it wouldn't be as good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gordon, what's been your uh, quarantine drink of the week? Um, well, today it's uh, Chimay's Grand Reserve. All right. It's good. Um, and that and different craft beers that kind of local shop carries and just try new stuff. Nothing too crazy. Get a lot of the vodka gimlet that we made on the show last week. Did yeah. you end up making that for your mom? Uh, no, I didn't go down this weekend. I will be next weekend. Fair enough. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah. I want to take credit for it. <laughs> All right. And Justin? Um, I mean, does today count as in yeah. last week? Um, I guess, I mean, last night my, my big beverage was uh, Deschutes Black Mirror, their, uh, their aged barley wine, which I had not had. And I'm not usually a big barley wine kind of guy. A lot of times they're a little bit too funky for me. Just something doesn't sit right. That was spectacular. And today I'm drinking one of Casey and I's favorites. Ye old green spot. Mm. Lovely single pot still Irish whiskey. And, uh, you know, done by Michelin son. If you're looking for an ambassador, I, I know a very handsome Midwestern bartender. <laughs> uh, who? I don't bartend anymore. I, I don't know. I, I can't say his name on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this stuff is spectacular. Is it Jason underrated. that I was talking to earlier? What's that? Is it the Jason that I was talking to earlier? It might have been. <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of playing a game, and Gordon, I would call a duty, and Gordon goes, Ah, Jason. I'm like, You just call me Jason? Yeah. <laughs> head down. That makes sense. That then, makes sense. Then list off like seven different Jasons. Doesn't make it better. No, no, yeah. Just, just because you confused him with seven other people. <laughs> None of which I look like. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, my my drink of the week. It's it's kind of jumped around. I finished a bottle of Green Spot on I think it was Tuesday night. Wrap that bottle up. Um, and then, uh, honestly, I think it, I think this week was uh, was a week of spiced wine. Like starting Thursday, I drank spiced wine pretty much every night. Um, and that was that was fun and different. Like that's not a thing that you normally do. Uh, and then, yeah, today I'm just drinking uh, some more Pitchfork. Picked up a Crowler of the Pilsner. Um, well, you forgot I had a, a couple of Crowlers in the fridge. You sure do, Carlos. You sure do. You should stop forgetting about your alcohol. That's abuse. Kind of has that effect. Casey, how much beer do you have in the basement? I don't know, a lot. <laughs> like, I don't want to quantify it. <laughs> I also have a lot of potential beer. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's 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 tackle this next segment here. You have news? 
Oh, we got news. And now, the Department of Offense presents news with Casey. That's me. A 33-year-old Athens man was barred from the McDonald's on Prince Avenue this week after he objected to a clerk telling him to pull forward at the drive through window. McDonald's is allowed to ask him to pull forward, but they cannot tell him to do so, the man said. Uh, the employee then refused to serve the man who demanded a refund and again appeared upset because the refund was made in all coins. Uh, the man... <laughs> Power move. <laughs> the man then went inside the restaurant to complain, and the police were called. The officer banned the upset customer from the restaurant for two years for disorderly behavior. Is that a power the officers have? I mean, apparently. Apparently. I thought, like, uh, the restaurant could deny the business, and I guess a judge could do that, but I don't know if an officer has that. Power I don't, I don't think you. he does. I really Weird. don't. I was, I, but, I mean, who Where knows? Is this at? Uh,. Athens, somewhere in the U.S. I'm guessing, like Athens, Georgia, is a place, right? I mean, okay, when you said Athens, I was thinking Europe. I'm like, I don't know their rules. Yeah, yeah, Athens, Georgia. <laughs> I'm not saying he shouldn't be banned, but I don't know if the officer has that power. No, the officer doesn't have that power, but you know, he has a gun in that situation, and so you probably just listen to him. Well, wait, was this Athens, Georgia? You said? Yeah, the other guy probably also had a gun. Well, probably. There's a lot of guns. So then, so then they're, they're both at the, at the same, same level again. I don't think so. <laughs> guns just cancel each other out. Yeah. I see you as well are carrying. We are now equals. <laughs> yeah, but but the cop also had a badge. And, a and, and his extra gun that he plants on people that he shoots. Mm. So that's two guns. Oh, the man's alive. That tells us enough about what we know about the story. <laughs> Uh, so two suspected Virginia shoplifters uh, are total melonheads. Police in the town of uh, Louisa uh, took to Facebook on Saturday to say the pair was wanted in connection with a larceny at a convenience store that took place while they were wearing hollowed out watermelon rinds with holes cut out for the eyes on their heads. <laughs> the the photo is hilarious. Like just look up like melon shoplifters. Um, I'm doing that now. And it's it's this. absolutely hilarious. Um, hours later, they said there had been one arrest in the Melonheads case. Uh, thank you to the community for all your assistance, police said. The crime took place on May 6th at a Sheets uh, convenience store. It's unclear what was taken or what charges had been brought against the person who had been arrested. Did, have you have you found the Melonheads? I, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, it's like security cam footage with just people with watermelons yep. on their heads. Yep. 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 Here. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That is it. <laughs> it looks like one of them has a pistol or something hanging out of his pocket. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, they were ro- they were robbers. The only thing entertaining about the story is their choice in mask. God, can you imagine if one of them tripped and fell? <laughs> no, his mask would have been ruined. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, Spokane Valley Representative Matt Shia is being billed $4,700 for the cleanup of olive oil he poured on the steps of the domed legislative building in early March, uh, part of a Christians group response to an earlier demonstration by Satanists who had marched around the building. The oil was poured onto porous stones that form the steps and sidewalks around the dome structure that houses the legislature and top, execu- and top executive offices, making it difficult to remove, according to the Department of Enterprise Services, which manages the Capitol grounds and buildings. Uh, Shia was sent a letter and an invoice on Thursday from the department's finance office. 
This invoice to you is generated to recover the full amount of expenses uh, incurred to repair damage caused by olive oil. Um, please send your remittance to the Department of Enterprise Services. The north steps of the building uh, is a frequent location for demonstrations of groups of all sizes and political beliefs. On March, March 6th, a group of protesters from the Seattle-based Satanic Temple of Washington, many of them wearing black hooded robes, gathered at the Capitol and marched through and around the dome building. According to the permit they received for that gathering, they were performing an invocation. Having not been invited to give an opening invocation for either the House or Senate this year, the Satanic Temple of Washington would like to give an invocation on the Capitol building steps, the permit said. Um, I'm so, so this is, I'm assuming, in response to uh, <laughs> a, a Catholic, some other church thing? No, no, this, 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 is, this is literally a thing I think they do every year because, like, there's... Yeah, there, there's like the church opening of the house or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, and so they want. So this is this is just their what the thing they do in response to that. Yep. Yeah. Um. So a short time after they showed up, uh, she had joined a Christian group that gathered on the steps to pray, sing, and blow cere- ceremonial ram ram's horns, known as uh, shofars, as a counter demonstration. She had a container of olive oil at that time, but it was taken away from him. Uh, he later brought outside another bottle of olive oil from the ground floor. Um. <laughs> in video released by the department from a Public Records Act request, she is seen leaving the building accompanied by a group of men wearing black leather vests and jackets with patches identifying them themselves as members of a group, Lord Jesus Christ, uh, Christian Crusaders. He leads the group out a west door around the building and to the north side of the building where the oil was poured on the sandstone blocks forming the walkway. So he, he ended up pouring like oil like 100 feet down these steps. So and I like, don't know pro- why. Well, the problem is since it's like I think it since it's a uh, porous material that's yep. pouring it on. Yeah, they, it they couldn't get it out. Leave. Yeah, it's not you, you have to really work it out. Yeah, yeah. So that that bottle of olive oil that he dumped in protest of nothing, uh, like I, I cost it. Yeah, I I don't I don't understand like what was the oil supposed to do? Like I'm guessing it's like dollar store brand olive oil. There's nothing holy about that. <laughs> maybe he blessed it. Maybe, maybe Biker Joe from the Christ Crusaders blessed it. You know, we don't know. We don't know. We do. It not is funny know. though that uh, it was against the Satanic Temple. The basically, it's the church for since it's, uh, technically atheism is not that doesn't you can't really have a church of atheism because it's not protected by anything. But if well, you have so, a, church, a, a Satanic Temple, well, uh, you can start. You can start promoting uh, separation church and state and stuff like right. that. Well, and by definition, you can't have a church of atheism because yeah, what what would you worship? Yeah, so that's where the satanic temple. Comes yeah, from. yeah. Well, there is there is theistic satanism. I mean, that does yep. exist. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's um, so, a uh, so they that, can't that's, have that. that's a separate that's a separate one. That's the uh, church that's of Satan. Oh, they don't have temples. There's a there's two different organizations. There's a satanic temple and there's the Church of Satan. Oh man! Like I, one of them is one of them is actual cold, like real believers, and say the other is like a basically there. So uh, every time somebody wants to put a uh, the Ten Commandments in a courthouse, the satanic temple wants to put something up in place alongside it. I could talk for a long time about this topic. I've I don't done a lot of looking. Gordon just laughs. He knows stuff. He knows. We had, we had a lot of fun back in the day at the tattoo shop, you know, reading whatever books we could find that would scare clients. Oh. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Nerd. Uh, yeah, who likes <laughs> podcasts? 
<laughs> uh, when people tell Utah mother Mindy Vincent that her face mask has penises on it, she kindly lets them know that this is how I determine they are too close. Ki- kindly back the fuck up. Uh, that's, that's awesome. That's what yeah, Vincent no, said uh, <laughs> in a Facebook post featuring a selfie with her and her penis mask. Uh, it quickly went viral with more than 413,000 uh, shares. Um, it's her creative way to keep people at a safe distance, far enough away not to notice the penises on her face mask. Uh, folks from across the country were reaching out to Vincent to see how they could get their own penis mask. That's when her son came up with the idea to sell the mask and donate all proceeds to the Utah Harm Reduction Coalition. Uh, there's even a page on the UHRC's website devoted solely to selling uh, Vincent's uh, cockblock corona masks. Uh, which are currently sold out. The masks are selling for $20. There are also designs featuring flying penises, breasts, and vaginas. Uh, you can see photos of the designs um, on the Facebook page. Vincent says she's sold about 5,400 masks. And then she's <laughs> and then she has enough material to make 19,000. Wow. So we're all going to have one of these for next week. Right. So wait, did she just have this material laying around? With I don't, these designs. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like that's a, it, that's a lot of dick material. Did she buy it like a couple of years ago? Like, oh, this is really gonna take off. I'm, I, do, like, I'm gonna use this pattern to make all this stuff. And like, oh, that's right. Wants She's this. working with Bill Gates and is in charge of the virus. There we go. <laughs> this is all to sell dildo masks. Yep. That's. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down well, to. Well, dildo masks are a very different thing. Yeah, these are just penis masks, <laughs> I'm Carlos. Just, I was gonna say that's a. Mm, Google that one. Go ahead. I'll wait. <laughs> hey, could you could you wear a dildo mask to the store? I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> it says mask required. <laughs> no, no, no one's gonna come near me. <laughs> Stick one under my fucking forehead just for good measure. <laughs> All right. The, uh, you, you'll look like the least sexy rhinoceros ever. Or the most. <laughs> you don't know anything about rhinoceri beauty standards. You're right, I you don't. You gotta walk in with a gimp suit on at the same time. There you go, you're completely protected. Fair. Well then. I think that'd be so, airtight at that point. So on that note, uh, the Dutch government has... Uh, issued a new guidance to single people seeking intimacy during the pandemic, advising them to find a sex buddy. Uh, The National Institute for Public Health and the Environment uh, says singletons should come to an arrangement with one other person, but pairing should avoid sex if one of them suspects they have coronavirus. The guidance comes after critics said there uh, there was no sex advice for singles. Social distancing measures have been in place in the Netherlands since the 23rd of March. Uh, when the government imposed what it called an intelligent or targeted lockdown. The rules were far less strict uh, than those of the country's neighbors, permitting small gatherings of people with social distancing was observed. But in guidance uh, published on uh, the 14th of May, uh, they said it makes sense that as a single person, you also want to have physical contact during the pandemic. Should singletons choose to engage in sexual contact, precautions should be taken to minimize the risk of coronavirus exposure. Discuss how best to do this together. Uh, For example, meet with the same person to have physical or sexual contact. Uh, For example, a cuddle buddy or sex buddy, provided uh, you are free of illness. Make good arrangements with this person about how many other people you both see. The more people you see, the greater chance of spreading the coronavirus. So, you know, the Netherlands, they're out there looking for us single folk. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, just, like, find one person to fuck. It's fine. (laughs) Are they also handing out dildo masks, too? I hope not. No. 
Carlos, you can't like you can't just go around handing out dildo masks. You don't know if those are clean. Well, I'm sure they bag them up. Like they Santa doesn't bag them out and send them out to all their all the people, right? How is that helping anybody, Carlos? Well, we gotta have the mask to protect themselves. Carlos, I feel like you're just trying to beat this horse with a dildo uh, bat. That's not trying gonna work. to beat it with a dildo horse. A dildo horse? Yes. What the fuck is a dildo horse? No, please, Carlos, please enlighten us. What the fuck is a dildo horse? Well, now I have to come up with what that is. Uh, let's see. It's a. It's basically a dildo, except it's also shaped like a horse. So it's like the legs are just dildos. Well, that was nowhere near as excited as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. That's right, Carlos. I'm yeah. disappointed in you. And your mom's no. disappointed you for a completely different reason. And I'm just disappointed. <laughs> All right, that brings us to our discussion topic today. Um, and this one, uh, well, we kind of just came up with it because Justin wanted to talk about it. Um, we are going to talk about what our worst accidental liquor store purchase has been. So, you know, when you're at the liquor store and... You're kind of in a hurry, and you're just like, okay, yeah, I know what I want, and you just grab a thing off the shelf, and you go check out, and then you get home later, and you're like, oh, that's not what I wanted. Shit. Let's talk about that. Um, and then uh, there was a second part on this, I believe, as well, uh, Justin. That was the your your worst blackout purchase? Yes, that was uh, always a fun topic back in the uh, the college years, you know. Who, who bought the dumbest thing after the Friday night bar run? All um, right. Um, we're going to switch things up a little bit. Uh, Carlos, I have a feeling this is going to take you a few minutes to think of. Nope, I literally can't. Oh, never mind. Never mind. We're going to switch things up at all. Carlos, we're going to start with you. So I normally, when I go to a liquor store, I don't buy things accidentally, except when it's like I buy something that turns out like, oh, this is beer was not what I was looking for. So but just. there um, For a liquor store that I shall leave unnamed, everyone wants, like their IPA, you can't trust the ipa is just because they're uh the dates aren't uh they're not you're gonna get you're not gonna get fresh ipas basically and uh i made a mistake of buying a case of ipa there because uh i just really was craving ipa and it was over seven months old and uh so that was not tasty at all yeah no that's that's always a problem all right yeah. carlos uh second part of that question what is this dumbest thing that you've purchased? Um, well, we, we won't say necessarily blackout drunk. We'll just say while intoxicated. That's fair. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I was going to say, like, blackout drunk. Like, I don't buy things when I'm blackout drunk. Yeah. I don't get blackout drunk often enough. No, but when, when you're drunk, you know, everybody has has those stories of things that you've purchased while drunk, and you think it's a great idea. No, it's just, like, it's normally just stupid stuff that it's like oh i'll just buy it oh we're talking about this in this conversation well i just bought it there we go i can't say no now is is there uh, one that think... you've regretted immensely no there's not not none of it have i regretted immensely okay well that was not a good question for you then i apologize <laughs> i mean i regret spending money sometimes but like i was gonna spend it anyways is there so anything that you've do? purchased that like that you kind of forgot about and then when it showed up you were really excited well I can go one better. There's the uh, hard drive I found that I had ordered years ago for when I was trying to build my computer. A solid-state hard drive, nice, decent size on it, and I'd never put it in my computer because I forgot I ordered it. <laughs> Sounds about right. 
Sounds about right. All right, Gordon. Same questions to you, man. Uh, so first, uh, accidental liquor store purchase. Um, I'm with Carlos. A local liquor store up here is not good about rotating their stock at all. And I thought I got real lucky in finding a new Toppling Goliath IPA. I showed you. You're like, yeah, that's like... Well, I t- yep. tried to drink it anyways, and it tasted just like fresh cut grass. Oh, yeah. Just just great. Just yeah. great. That's not what you want. Uh, I didn't necessarily purchase it, but I don't remember bringing it home. But I woke up back in college with one of those giant traffic cones. Not the cone shape, but more like the five-gallon drum barrel shape. Oh, really? I, I woke up with a traffic cone once, like just the cone-shaped one. Really? Yeah, really I, brought, I brought I brought it home with me from the bar. Apparently, I brought one home with me, but that wasn't I wasn't drunk. I was I just drank, drunk at home. With yeah, me. no, Carlos. It, yeah, that story would have been better if you were drunk. Yeah, because you literally better. soberly drove over road cones and then drug them under your car for three miles. I was very stressed. <laughs> I already, hit, cone already hit one deer, <laughs> and then there's an orange cone in the way too. I mean. There's a lot going on that night. The orange cone isn't going to jump out in front of you. Say, it definitely thing, jumped out. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. It wasn't. It the was road, there. It, was, it literally was there. It jumped out at me, Casey. It jumped out. Wild, just like that deer. Free range orange traffic cone. <laughs> Don't you hate it when they're just jumping out in front of you for no reason? Besides, there's only so much I could do. Like that, my one of my headlights was like facing like all caca sided. So like it wasn't. Like, I wasn't getting the full view. Uh-huh, is, I mean, yeah. in fairness, I did. I did used to sit on Winter Street when I lived up that way, and I'd just chuck road cones out in front of cars at night. So, I mean, it could have been that. Yeah, maybe it was that. This was, it wasn't on Winter, though. Yeah, but I don't know my streets, so it could have been. It was on Cemetery by the high I school. Was probably, <laughs> I was probably drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, uh, Justin. Accidental liquor right. store purchase. Um, this one, I actually have had ones where I grabbed the wrong thing, um, was going in to pick up beer and some seltzer and stuff like that for a friend's like party, fire, get together, whatever you want to call it, trying to get there on time, get in the car, get there all the way there, realized, Hey, you didn't grab white claw. This is like Cayman Jack canned mojitos. Oh, those sound terrible. (laughs) They are somehow sweeter than Smirnoff Ice. How mm. is that a thing? I I don't know. They were they were gross, but after you're drunk enough, you just drink them. Um, and I guess the uh, the best blackout purchases, uh, neither of which I remember doing. In college, I woke up in my dorm room with, I think it had to be 15 plus loaves of day old bread from Jimmy John's. <laughs> <laughs> like. I woke up just like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, my bed with me every day. I want to be that Jimmy John's employee. Drunk Justin <laughs> comes in, and he's like, I want all your bread. <laughs> you guys got bread? Uh, the other one was getting a knock at my door to a package, uh, living in this apartment and not knowing what it was, and discovering that I, after a long night of closing down the bar, went on to Amazon and ordered a boarding axe. <laughs> <laughs> you need that. Though. You do. For home defense. So like earlier when I said, where's my axe? I wasn't kidding. I couldn't find it. 
<laughs> I mean, that's, that's for when, like, uh, like who knows when you're going to see, like, another Viking boat go by. Like, I got to go take that thing out. You need a boarding axe for that. Or just, you know, help anybody who tries to break yeah. into my apartment while I'm here. Well, and it's it's more of a, like, an anti-boredom axe, if we're being completely honest. Like, when, you get, when you get bored, you can destroy that boredom with an axe. And your mm-hmm. wall. Same time. Yeah. You're not getting your I mean, deposit back like- anyway. Hey, yeah, if that, if that drywall is already a little damaged and it has to be has to be fixed, might as well make it a lot lot more damaged. I was trying to open it up so you could patch it. Uh, so Pete in the Twitch chat uh, wants to see the axe in action. So uh, you need to start destroying something. Uh, what am I going to hit with it? I don't know. I, I don't have anything. <laughs> I will say though, uh, you'll have to get drunk and order something. Yeah, right. Next week we'll go over it. I was just kind of disappointed in this a little bit. Like, granted, it's not meant for like chopping wood or something like that. It's meant for chopping people. Um, but I, I like took it out like an old piece of furniture one day, just like they're throwing away, just to see how it would do. And it nicked the edge. Like wood busted down the edge of the blade. Oh, like, really? Like nick, like dents in it. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, that's a shit axe. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember what I paid for it. Ironically enough, so. I still have a. I don't uh, think there's a ton of irony my, uh, there. That my stepbrother had, and that he like must have been swinging at a tree or something because the the edge of that sword is all busted to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna do the uh, Jason Momoa's uh, no look throw. I think you guys have seen that video. Oh, it's so good. He has an arm full of throwing hatchets underneath one arm, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm just out here teaching my boy how to do the no arm throw. You just gotta look, aim, looks away, throws it, misses the target by a fucking." three feet and sends it right through the tent behind it. <laughs> <laughs> he then proceeds to put the next six in the bullseye, but I want to know who was in that tent. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Jason. Nobody alive he's out, anymore. And he's out there like, eh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, get after animals. <laughs> Let's see. Um, accidental purchase. I'm kind of in the same boat as Carlos. A lot of uh, like bad bad beer purchases where you where you buy a thing and then you uh, like it doesn't taste good because it's old. Um, I also uh, I've done this multiple times where I go and I'm like, oh, I want like a case of spotted cow or whatever, and just grab like New Glarus, and it ends up being like not spotted cow, but something else and i'm fine with that like it's not a bad accidental purchase because like every once in a while like all of their all their containers will just look the same and they just have it like written on in the in the white text uh but as far as uh drunk purchases oh there's so many i went through a while where i was getting mystery <laughs> packages like once a week from amazon um, like well, wishbone. Fun. Yeah, no, I, I, that's that was. Uh, I I ordered a wishbone DVD from Amazon um, while we were in San Francisco for some reason. Yeah. Uh, we were we were driving we were driving into San Francisco and I was a little in- inebriated because we stopped at uh, Russian River in Lagunitas um, and I ordered a wishbone DVD because I wanted to watch wishbone at that moment. And so the best way to do that was to order a DVD so I could see it two weeks later. Didn't, didn't think about no streaming services existed then you know yeah this is yeah this is a while ago <laughs> uh yeah wishbone dvd um like uh shot glass mold for ice shot glasses 
Um, yeah, that that was definitely ended well. Yeah, I mean, they didn't it like definitely was, putting definitely putting the room like, temperature could, liquor in there definitely didn't melt holes in the bottom. Yeah, definitely weren't weren't like pouring a tequila in one of those shot glasses. Oh, I'm thinking tequila, I better drink now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a lot of like dumb little shit off Amazon. Some great stuff though too, like the bell that's broken. That's sad. Yeah, just, definitely, just, definitely sad that that bell's broken. Carlos, oh, did you sabotage you the bell? I am did you sabotage bell the bell? It really sounds like you fucking sabotaged the bell. You already told us how you broke it. When yeah, I no. You were drunk. I was fiddling with it, but you could have pre-sabotaged it to make me think that I broke it. No, no. that would, I would have done that a long time ago. On the, on the theme of bad decisions while intoxicated, has anyone here else almost been banned from a national monument? No, I don't think so, at least. Um, my brother, almost, like, I almost watched my brother get punched in the face by um, Buckingham Palace guards. Does that count? <laughs> I say, I mean, we're from Wisconsin. Does Camp Randall count? Because <laughs> I definitely broke into Camp Randall at, uh, at Drama's wedding. <laughs> was for, when we were out in Las Vegas, we went to Hoover Dam, and I started day drinking on the way out there, and Got up to it, of course, you know, post 9-11, they're still doing security checks where they come look at all the passenger, all the people in the vehicles and look underneath the car with the mirrors and stuff like that. Well, they get up to us, roll, I'm in the back seat, they roll down the window and, hey, how's it going? And I, joking and as sarcastically as I could be, I said, wow, you guys really rebuilt fast. And security guard kind of looks at me like, the fuck are you talking about? I go, you know, after the transformer attack. Didn't find that very funny. Well, it wasn't a very good movie. <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> like I was expecting that you peed on something. Like, <laughs> like that's that's where I thought that story was going. Like, oh yeah, I was at the Hoover Dam and just peed off of it a little bit. No, nope, that would have been that would have been my story. <laughs> Gordon can't take me anywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, should we get the heck out of here, boys? Oh, I suppose. Oh, heck, you know. I got I got buttons I got to push. Here we go. All right, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at minorsnews.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com. Subscribe to us. You can follow us on Twitter at minorsnews.com. I will see you guys next week. <laughs>